Show Talk, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. And as you can tell by this amazing theme song in the beginning, that we are back with another episode of The Magicians. Now, you know that moment when you haven't been somewhere, you haven't seen something for so long that you're just like, you feel like a stranger, like you don't know what's happening? That's how I felt coming back to this show. I mean, it's been so long since I watched season one and I felt like I was re-watching the entire show over again. I was like, what was happening? What happened in episode 10? What ha- What? <sighs> but then I remembered. I remembered the beast and the deaths and poor, poor, poor Elliot. Ah, man. But we should get right back into that. I mean, what more do you want? We have people dying. Julia is... Julia... <laughs> So let's get right into it. Episode 11 of The Magicians. So I figured we should get back into what's happening with Julia since out of both Quentin and Julia's world, Julia seems to be having it a little bit easier than what's going on over at Break Bills. I mean, we're over here talking with gods, gods, goddess, goddesses. You know what? We'll get into it because that's what Julia's doing with her little band of Richard and Katie and everyone else that she's met that was probably past Hedges back in the day and now they're just looking to do good. And I feel like this is maybe Julia's way of atoning for what she did to Quentin and She's willing to do whatever like whatever she can to atone for her sins, but also let's not forget that magic is a drug and Julia is ready to be in a, the thick of it. You can't lie, okay? Her being rejected from break bills was probably one of the harshest things that's ever happened to her. I mean, she's Ivy League. Um, she's not used to rejection and so... Her going down a dark path, starting with the hedges to going into rehab. And now she has this group that's looking to become closer to gods. I can't tell if it's a good thing or it's a bad thing, but they say they want to help. So my only thing is I'm a little suspicious. Why? Because everyone has ulterior motives when they are looking to do good in a sense especially when you find out that Richard has actually been testing Julia to see if she's been god kissed and we know that she was when she called to her goddess and there was like a light and she was floating and it was amazing um but yeah now I'm suspicious because now it seems that they're just using her like forget us being friends forget the possible love interest between Richard and Juliet nah it looks like now they're like okay she's our only point of access in how to get to a god or how to speak to a god because she's the one that's gotten the closest to them and you can tell that they're desperate throughout the episode i mean they've been apparently contacting other supernaturals such as vampires and apparently werewolves are known which is great so we know that they've they've tried other methods uh in the past and it hasn't worked and now Julia's the only chance that they could find a way to bridge that gap between them and the gods. Now, 
I'm just going to say something here. Why do we not think that that's a bad idea? Like what, what, and what time have we ever seen on this show a good idea to speak to a higher being? Whether it's Quentin and his books with Fillory and wanting to know Fillory. Now we have the beast. See? Problems. And now Julia wants to talk to a god. Do we really think that there's not going to be problems with this? Especially when there's even a line. There's even a line where they say most of the supernaturals that they've come in contact with are all obsessed with hunger, thirst, and love to hide. Hunger of what? Me? Because if that's the case, we should just cut ties here. But you know what they're not going to do. And so we see Julia go with Katie and searching for other supernaturals that have come closest to a god. And we find a Lamila, Lamia, Lamala, you know what they are. And apparently they used to serve gods back in the day, a possible shapeshifter. Um, and we find out that the gods have abandoned us and now they don't know what to do. I mean, some don't believe, some do that maybe this is the end of their chance to do good and to heal themselves because you know a lot of the people in the group are dying either mentally or physically and so maybe that was their last chance but obviously Julia is not letting that go. She even does a prayer to her goddess in hopes of receiving a sign that she's still alive and we do receive one. We do receive one when Julia like has a dream and in the dream her goddess lady underground responds she says that julia is very close to her heart and that she must come to her and that way they will be able to be together and they'll be able to do the good that they hoped to do and julia wakes up and she thinks that like that's the win and i don't i don't know one, on one point, I'm, I'm excited because one, the goddess is black, blessed, but also uh, would a god really just pour water and gold into your hand to make you believe that it's them? You know, like maybe we're in just like a fever induced dream or maybe we're being played or maybe that this is just a ploy to, I mean, the gods are probably dead. Maybe they want to inhabit Julia's body. I don't know. Well, I do know. But these are hypotheses. And I just, I don't think this is a good idea. But it's Julia and she's going to do it either way, whether we want her to or not. I just hope it ends in a happier ending than her last dealings with magic because honestly if it was me I wish Julia gave up magic a long time ago she would be so much better without it but yeah we know that's not gonna happen anytime soon so prayers for Julia I guess and let's hope that this helps and this actually helps her do good and she can be good and atone for the sins that she did while trying to get magic and while having magic because she deserves better. I mean, if you had asked me my feelings about Julia when I first watched season one, you would know that I did not like her. I did not like her at all, especially after what she did to Quentin. But now looking at it again after watching a couple seasons and re-looking at season one, 
I kind of just want to bundle her up. And so I'm, I'm wishing the best for her. We'll see. We'll see. But over on the break bill side, we have one too many issues with our supernatural beings and one being the beast and that is our main goal of this episode because honestly everyone's got a target on their back dean fogg doesn't have eyes anymore penny is still hearing voices it's getting worse okay it from what it seems like alice's family it's a hot mess it's a hot mess and the beast has to be dealt with but first we need to figure out what to do and so that's what the team ends up trying to figure out this episode now obviously it's not going very well seeing as we've done multiple probability spells where we've all died multiple times in very gruesome ways now when i saw the beast walking into the room singing a hunting we will go and just seeing bodies drop one after another i was like get out get out it's the end you know we're gonna have to rewind try again um but when they woke up and i figured it out that it was a probability spell i was like blessed now let's not do that again because clearly it didn't work and apparently the only good spell or good probability that they had is when they ended up going to fillery and though they didn't die it didn't actually show that they survived either so Maybe it's because it hasn't been written yet, or maybe it's because the probabilities are too numerous, but that's the only one where they didn't die a horrific death. So I would say do that one. I mean, obviously Quentin is very excited about that plan because he's been wanting to go to Fillory for so long. And I don't understand it. I mean, I get it that like the Fillory books are what's kept him alive for so long, but there we've had so many problems with it. I mean, we found out that the beast is evil. We found out that he's a pedophile. I mean, I, that just screams like, let's just toss the books in the fire and call it a day, you know? But he does say, um, one of his lines that I love to know is that he says, with all the bad, there has to be some good in it too. And I feel like that's a good outlook in life, you know, with everything bad that happens in life, there has to be a good moment to go with it. And I really hope Quentin gets this just because Fillory has been a big important part of his life and maybe if it's real and it does have those good parts for him that it'll help change him to the best and help him be the best magician that he could be both mentally and physically. So fingers crossed, but right now, if they die, it doesn't even matter. And their only option, it looks like, is to try battle magic. And the last time we saw battle magic is when Katie used it against the beast the first time. And also when Quinton used it against Penny. And apparently it's not as easy to do as we thought. Because as even Alice Quinn, the smartest person in the room, tries to do a spell, it just doesn't work. So we look for our experts. We look for Katie. And of course, she's with Julia. So the band of misfits from Bergbills go all the way to Julia's to ask Katie for help. And it turns out their only other option is to remove their emotions and bottle it up so that they are free of anything that could stop them from properly executing the spell. Now, obviously, we've read the terms of agreements. This is not the best thing to do just because when your emotions go back, it's very intense and it's high and it's 
it's it's terrible especially because losing your emotions it's a drug penny even says emotions are bs there's no need to have them they get in the way of everything and so to depend on removing your emotions for everything even if it makes you stronger is dangerous and they have to decide whether it's okay to take that risk penny and alice obviously want to find other ways where the rest of them they're down to do whatever it takes but if you look at each character you can see why i mean penny has relied on his emotions his entire life i mean he says it's it's bs but it's what's kept him alive especially when it seems like he's been on his own and the beast has been his only comfort his emotions have brought him to break bills Alice, she's used to using her brain. Her brain is her superpower. It's her comfort. It's what she has. It's her thing. Now to rely on something else in order to do what she should be naturally good at, it's a crutch she doesn't want to have, you know? And with Elliot, Elliot's obviously still dealing with the death of his boyfriend. And you can see that it's been hitting him really hard. He's been hitting the bottle even harder. And to remove his emotions and not feel as depressed and sad and hurt about everything that's happened right now, you can see that that's, he wants that. He wants to not feel that. And it just sucks that he feels so bad and that he's had to do what he had to do to save Dean Fogg, especially when we found out like a couple episodes ago that to get his power, he killed someone. And now to save someone, he had to kill someone again. And we all know that Elliot never wanted to do that. So that's one of his reasons. You could tell why he wants to remove his emotions. Quentin has always been a depressed, depressed soul. This is just his getaway from emotions free card, you know, just for a little bit. And I could if I I had the chance maybe I would remove my emotions too I mean would you guys if if you had the chance to just say goodbye to all the negative things that plague your mind and your body every once in a while wouldn't you take it I mean Margo Margo's like our average Joe out of everyone she is just there you know that she feels things but she bottles it up all the time and to not have that pressure of having to hold things in all the time it must be a relief for her so I guess that's the only option that they have I mean it's the only option that they have right now whether it's a good or bad one it's one that might keep them alive especially Penny seeing as how travelers are currently being targeted by the beast to close up the only options that they have to getting to Fillory because Penny has already transported himself there once and almost died and to be able to transport himself there again even if it puts the beast at risk is unacceptable obviously and so a lot of travelers are killing themselves i mean wow <laughs> i never thought that that would be a thing that the beast would use especially having been so close to penny all of his life clearly the beast has been close to all travelers forever they've always been able to hear him but penny once said that the beast is what kept him alive for so long and so for the beast to be using the same bond that they've had over the years to force him to either kill himself or to join him like that's so sad i always feel so bad for penny because I, I feel like we don't talk a lot about the connection that Penny has had with the Beast, even like through the rest of this season and, and later seasons, we still don't talk about it, about how 
that was all he had that was what he considered a friend for so long and it turned out to be someone who tried to kill him multiple times so I I just I'm so glad he doesn't decide to kill himself but decides to work with the team but obviously it takes a, a long time for him to get there I mean he almost overdosed on cocaine like that's that's not something you take lightly I mean just to get the voices to stop for a little bit and Oh, that just sucks so hard for him. And even when he has his teacher on his side to give him that little patch to help block the voices for a little bit, that's still something that you don't let go of, that you almost died from someone that you trusted. And I I hope he heals from it in some way. I mean, especially now that he doesn't have Katie, I hope that he has someone and this episode it feels like that person is Alice now I never shipped Penny and Alice before but this was one of those turning point episodes where you're like they could work I mean either they could have like a really good relationship either as friends or as significant others but I really liked seeing Penny interact with people other than Katie because you never want to see a group of friends and you have only one person that just holds the group together or it's just like two people like different cliques all meshed together so seeing Alice reach out to Penny and Katie reach out to Julia and Quentin Margot and Elliot becoming closer than they ever have is great I love seeing them broaden their friendships a little bit more speaking of Elliot Quentin and Margot that ending scene though wow never thought I would be happier to see a threesome than currently because that was a that was I mean I'm just saying sure emotions were high after putting her emotions back into a bottle but Quentin wasn't really interested in Alice that much anyway I mean he says he does but Alice told her told him that she loves him and he didn't say it back because he says that he feels alone all the time I mean do you feel alone even with her all the time and here Elliot and Margot and Quentin are in bed together and they're letting their souls bear out to each other and tensions are high and they end up sleeping together. I mean, this is a, this is a group of three that I am okay with. If they want to stay together the rest of the season, okay. Because obviously Alice is pissed when she walks in and she sees that Quentin is in a compromising position with them. So who knows how that goes? Who knows what's happening with Quentin and Alice if they're going to stay together do we want them together um do we think that Margot Elliot and Quentin have a chance to stay together is Alice and Penny gonna be a thing I kind of hope not because I kind of love Penny and Katie but you know what we're not gonna talk about that because Penny and Katie are currently broken up and we should just accept those even though Katie still cares for him I'm just saying But that's kind of where we're at with this episode. We ended up with a lot of drama, a slight plan that obviously they might execute in the next couple episodes since we are gearing up for the season finale of season one. So I'll see you guys there. I'll see you guys for the next episode. But until then, keep on talking.